We're recording. 63 subscribers. Check, 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 check. There's my voice. You guys talk. Yo, 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 yo. Yep. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Cool. All right, guess we're ready to go. If you say so. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boy, episode 373 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all these movies. Everyone's Man, whatever. We we started tonight about the same time we normally start. <laughs> we always bullshit at the beginning anyway. 11 o'clock, I know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Behind the scenes stuff. Right. We're going to slow it down. Yeah, we're going to slow it down now for yeah. you. How you doing? Yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> How you doing? Episode 373, Bad Boys Podcast, the BBPC. Randomly ranting all things movies. You can't see me. Like John Cena, I'm on the mic. A.K.A. Larry, Mike Lowry. <laughs> Joining me as always. Harley, A.K.A. Marcus Burnett. And I'm over yeah, here, Tony, a.k.a. Rumpel, uh, I mean, a.k.a. MCP. I was really hoping he was going to yawn first before he got <laughs> Good night, good morning, sunshine. What should we, what should we say? Do you, you, uh, you wide awake? You're yeah, good I'm to good. go? I got, I got, I snorted my pre-workout, my line of pre-workout. Beautiful. So that he's, he's in the sounder lab, then he's going to, he's going to be dropping some drops. <laughs> for sure. He's yeah. wide awake. Good. Now we're having fun. See, there, there it go. is. I mean, right. See, just like that. Oh man, Harley's not feeling so well, so we're gonna try to wrap it up. We won't, you know, tell in too much. We'll just get right into things like like uh like the extra. Just one little extra I saw. How about that? You wanna start with that? Yeah, let's do it. Since Harley's not feeling so good. Someone we call the big sick. Hey, there you go. What you guys know you anything about this? I thought it was a documentary. Uh, directed by Michael Schuwalter. It's actually the story of uh, how Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Nanjiani met. You know Kumail from uh, Silicon Valley, Harley? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard good things about this. I saw yeah, a, Pac- a review of this. Yeah, Pakistan-born comedian Kumail Najani and grad student Emily Gardner fall in love but struggle as their cultures clash. When Emily contracts a mysterious illness, Kumail finds himself forced to face her feisty parents, his family, expectations. Oh, hello. Mother. Someone's joining us? That's, Someone's um, trying to... So Windows is trying to, Amazon again. trying to hack into my computer, my Windows. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this movie, um, like I said, like just like Harley said, I've been hearing really good things about it. So, it popped up on my Plex account. So, I'm like, hey, uh, me and Amy were on the weekend. Kids were at, my, at her mom's house. So I'm like, my hey, let's put a movie in the background. Let's watch something finally. You know, while we still work, let's watch a movie in the background. And, um, All right. and yeah, and we kept stopping, kept watching the movie. <laughs> um it's it's yeah it's really good i mean it's first i i always love like when characters you know um are clever like you know in movies everyone just speaks just like cleverly right like, everyone's got like one-liners and it's just you know everything's perfectly written so they just work you know but sometimes you get it somewhere it's organic and they're talking and it's just always fun for me anyways i love to see two characters meet for the first time and either either they're playing too hard or you know or one of them's really awkward or just to see how you know eventually they're gonna get together i just always like that to see how the chemistry well that's that, that's developed. a thing isn't it that's like the meet meet cute it's like the term that they give to when two people meet it's like that's a that's a thing that for for cinema that people that love right? to see meet cute huh yeah, i swear i heard that I mean, or I I've, never, it. I've never heard it before but i know exactly what you're talking about for sure like, i mean yeah it sounds, like, it sounds like some harley was barbecuing last week so we can <laughs> we can uh, we can talk about well you know it's going to come up again during the homework it's it is that i mean we've seen it Hashtag done poorly yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen it done poorly it's a cliche yeah. you know it's a yeah. it's it's been done a billion times here you go um, look uh in film and television, a meet-cute is a scene in which a future romantic couple meets for the first time. The term has, has existed since at least the early 1940s. Okay. So it's definitely a, a trope. 
But right, who was saying that it sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't? Who just said that? Well, me, in the uh-huh. sense of you know. Sorry, I'll be honest. If, oh, here uh, we go. if yeah, just stop, okay. and then yawn. Mute no, yourself. <laughs> if the actors are not talented, if it, it it doesn't work. I mean, we've seen. You know, we've just. You seen... mean you're telling me the couple from um, Fifty Shades of Grey were commenting? Good, good, good point. Yeah. Um, but good, good point. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I think for the most part, they, you know, nowadays they're pretty smart about, you know, giving these roles to good comedians. Good comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Action reviews now. <laughs> but no, you're right. That's like I said, that's just some of my, like, some of my favorite parts of movies. Like, uh, yeah. True Romance is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that scene where they're in the theater and they kind of meet, and then that scene in the diner where they're both talking. Oh, I just eat that. I can just watch that over and over again. So to me, I love that kind of stuff. So yeah, when they meet, you know, it's super cute. They, he brings over to his house. Uh, he turns on Night of the Living Dead. Next thing you know, they're making out. And it's like, hey, man, that's a, that's a good move. That's a cool move right there. So, um, but yeah, unfortunately, she gets sick and then she has to meet. Um, unfortunately, they break up before and then he meets uh, his parents and the mom's kind of mad at him because they're broken up, but he still wants to be there for her. And it's just awkward. And it's just this cool, unique um, relationship he starts building with the parents, even though she's, it's just a really different movie, you know? And it's, it's, it's like I said, it's based on their real life. So, and if you've seen them together, they're really cute together. Um, there's a segment on Amoeba that I always like to watch called What's in My Bag. And they were, they were, they had a segment together and they just kind of really worked with, uh, off each other really well. Um, it's one of the first times, uh, me and Amy watched a movie together for a long time and she really loved it. Like we kept talking about it afterwards. She's like, you know, I really liked that movie. I really liked it. It's funny. It says the big six, an awkward, true story underneath the IMDb poster of the big sick. And you got some cool actors in the two. You got like Ray Romano playing um, the girl's dad and Holly Hunter is the mom. And then um, you see, you know, uh, a couple other comedians are probably playing themselves in real life. You know, you got David Alley Greer runs a comedy show and he's just snorting coke every time he gets on stage. It's pretty funny. Um, funny enough, people who like this also like the hero. <laughs> Funny enough, hmm. and that segment on IMDb, yeah. But this movie, it's it's uh, it's really well written. And, and Kumail, he's hilarious. That one joke that got me and really laughing out loud. I don't want to spoil it. Um, if you guys watch it, um, we could talk about it afterwards. But yeah, this one has seven point eight on IMDb. It's really high. Easy gonna make my top ten. That's very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> it's a really good movie for both. Like, you know, you. you uh, Help us to watch together. It's really good. In case you have, in case your TV shows are out, or you're looking for something else to watch. You know. Let's see. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, we lose you. Yeah, I heard you laughing. Are you yawning again? No, I just chuckled there because, like, the second my call came back, you said, "Buy for a dollar." Buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Damn! If I would have known her, Tony. If I would have known, I'd be like, oh, that's a piece of shit. You don't even watch it. He would have been so confused. <laughs> I uh, I love him in, in Silicon Valley, so yeah. I'll, definitely, I'll definitely put this on the list. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 it seems like he's playing himself. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah, him and his, the way him and his uh, wife met. Okay. Yeah. As I said, an awkward true story. Yeah, except the except his wife is played by an actress. She didn't she didn't play it. Which I thought was interesting. Well, is his is his real life wife um not an actor or comedian? Um let's see. She's she's co writer and Oh yeah, his his real wife is co writer on the movie? Yeah. Motherfucker, where where are you? I just explained I t- Motherfucker, I told you my internet. I you didn't no, see you didn't say you didn't know. No, I, I, I said the story like, of them, how they real life met. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why don't you go back and listen to the episode? You figured it out. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, real quick the pictures of the Irishman out there with De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci. No, I am not. I'm excited about it, though. Yeah, it's cool. So, so no extras from you, right? Or you just want to talk about your show, Taboo? I'd love, I'd love to talk about Taboo. I'll try to make it quick. 
All right, Tony, um, you, got the, you got the timer? 30 seconds? Well, come on. Give me a little more than 30 seconds. <laughs> you got 30 seconds. 33 seconds. Tony, why don't you go take a nap? <laughs> 30 seconds. That's all I need. Go home and get your fucking shine box. So uh, me and Chris watch Taboo. It's the uh, television series uh, created by Tom Hardy and his father. Um, It takes place in England, London to be specific, in the uh, beginning of the 19th century during the War of 1812 uh, where you're... uh, England was at sort of war. It's a very short war with America. Uh, anyways, uh, long story short, uh, it is about um, uh, Tom Hardy. Is uh, he disappears? He goes to Africa, and he uh, comes back to London right after his father dies, and. Um, Hijinks and Sue, right? No, um, and <laughs> sure. there his his father in his death um, leaves his estate to his one and only son, which is a shipping company, and the shipping company owns a chunk of property on the west coast of Canada, and it, what it does is it creates this drama between. Uh, England, America, and the East Indian Trading Company, which was a private for-profit company um, based outside of London that was um, famous for for being bad or infamous. And um, what the show does is it strikes a balance between being historically factual and you know, creating a drama uh, ab- around it. And so they do thirty-three a, seconds of my life. Yeah, no shit. And uh, and they do a very good job with it. And okay. Tom Hardy is by far the the strength of the show. His performance is brilliant. He's on the screen, you know, the entire. I think it was only eight episodes. Um, it's not. He's, terribly, he's in it for ten episodes. Yeah, okay, ten episodes. And there's there's a second season too. I think they even I think I saw that they were hoping for a third season as well. So um and I and I actually liked how they ended the season. It wasn't on too much of a cliffhanger, like they did a decent job of tying up loose ends. I'm I'm getting kind of burned out on shows um where they're really setting up the first season is basically just introducing characters, but then it feels really like left open kind of, or not left open. That's not the right term, but, but you know, it it just doesn't feel complete. It doesn't feel like a season. It feels like a mid season kind of thing, but now I got to wait fucking nine months or plus to to watch it. So this one actually does a fairly good job. How's the girl that plays Zilpha Gary? Zilpha. Zilpha. So Una Chap Chaplin. Yeah. Oh, so that is without spoiling it too much. That's actually plays his sister, um, or half sister, um, and she's fine. She, her perform. Are, are you asking like how her performance is? Yeah, just kind of curious because she's um, filming Avatar two right now. Oh, interesting. Um, and three, yes. and Avatar four, and, and four Avatar and five, five. and six. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it says Avatar two filming, Avatar three pre production, Avatar four pre production, Avatar five filming. <laughs> yeah, I heard that they like that. budgeted one billion She's... for all of them. I think, yeah, I think they're doing like what they're doing with they did with yeah. the Lord of the Rings, yeah. where they filmed all the films, the principal <laughs> photography one. So, um, she's good. Um, her her character is struggles um with that said i would say her story arc is probably the weakest of of the the show um ironically it's where the title of the show comes from is the relationship between him and his half-sister but anyways uh it's very good it's it's not 
it's not crazy exciting in the sense of there's not lots of gun battles and lots of action. There's there's a lot of Tom Hardy brooding and and being very uh, you know moody and but also being he kind of channels in a little Bane. <laughs> the, the, the oh, is that right? Of, yeah, yeah, like this organized crime kind of thing. Like he always has the upper hand kind of thing. Um, but he's so goddamn charismatic. He's so good in it, and he's a horrible human being. <laughs> like he's the anti-hero. Um, but it's one of those things where you kind of like to root for him. But the truth is, he deserves to die, kind of thing. But anyway, so it's a very, it's a very good show. Um, you know, high high dollar. Um, I'd buy that for a dollar. And I look, I definitely look forward to uh, seeing the second season when it comes out. And older on for season two. Yeah, I will say this: I am official. I can, I can watch half a season of something and just give up on it. Like we watched American Gods, we watched half half of the season of that. Just kind of just wasn't motivated to finish it. I remember we watched half the season of Narco. Just couldn't finish it. Just wasn't enough. So mm-hmm. I, I watch shows and not finish them. Um, and I was hooked with this one within two or three two or three episodes. I was I was sold. So, and we ended up marathoning. I think most of the season within a week or two weeks. We watched the whole season. So two weeks. Two weeks. There you go. Two weeks. Good job. Oh, he's he's swerving. He's going in the other lane. Wake up, Tony. (laughs) Let's get Tony to talk about the homework here real quick. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I let you talk first before you go start building off on this. Yeah, I, I almost fell asleep right in the beginning with his this guy's voice. Oh shit, Sam Miller's got the greatest <laughs> voice of all time, son. Yeah, but it was just like, like with something applesauce, the Texas blah blah blah. It's Lone Star Barber. Lone Star, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> the perfect part. Please, <laughs> please, please don't make him say that again. <laughs> Every time, time he talked, my eyes got a little heavier. That's the Lone heavier. Star. Come on, let me see yours, Harley. Let me hear your Sam Miller. <laughs> Lone Star Barbecue Sauce, the perfect partner to your chicken. Damn, that's pretty Damn. good. That was, like, <laughs> that was really good. I thought like, Sam Elliott was in, was in the room here. Thank you. I can't, I can't do it. There you go. All right, so then after that commercial, you go back, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, this, this, this movie was uh, – took a little while um, for it to get going. And it was just this old guy <laughs> meeting his young girl, and I was like, "Oh, okay." At the at the drug dealer, uh, at his pot dealer, <laughs> of all places, um, he's just a over, or just a just an old dude, uh, you know, having family problems, and and then he meets a young girl and gets reinvigorated with some uh, with some fairy dust. I'm like okay, well, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the synopsis is really quick. It's just an alien movie, an alien movie star comes to terms with his past and mortality, mm-hmm. and he's known for one big western, the hero. You know, which seems like uh, it's, a, it's like his biggest movie, and he couldn't do anything bigger after that, right? And, you know, and he's almost kind of plans. It, it gave me a lot of the wrestler vibes. Okay, again, that oh movie, yeah, with yeah. The strange with Jessica Jones as his daughter, and um. And that scene, her, you know, or it just, you know, I was getting that vibe. So, but uh, definitely seen this done before, for sure. I mean, yeah. Nick Offerman as his friend, you know, as his yeah, hot, well, his drug dealer, and, and he was his co-star, and they just hang around, and smoke weed all the time. It's, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great, and, uh, right? Yeah. Right? Like the big, uh, the big uh, problem in the story is that he's he he has he he left his family. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> And his daughter's pissed at him, and then he, he, uh, he tries to get them that one role, but he can't get it because it reminds him of his relationship with his daughter or something. Like I felt like that was the, like the peak of the. the... Yeah, no, you're right. It's tough because the conflict. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. (laughs) 
He just did another rail and was like, Conflict, that's the word I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Conflict. He just did like, he did that Ric Flair. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) To be the man, you gotta snort a rail. (laughs) I mean, so, so, Tony, you're right. I mean, that is the sort of the main crux of the of the movie is him trying to come to terms with that and and then obviously him fucking up the dinner mm-hmm. um it, it but it's not super clear like they don't they don't spell it out for you you kind of have to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. which i'm okay with i'm 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 a reasonably bright human being i can you know i was able to figure it out like tony was um it's tough. It's it the the for me the film lives or dies on Sam Elliott and whether or not he can carry the film. Um, while it's not a long film, it's an hour and thirty three minutes. Um, depending on you know your position, this movie could just bore the shit out of you. You know so, what I mean? So for you, what did it do? Did it? I liked it, to be honest with you. Um, is is bizarre the combination of Sam Elliott and Laura Propon is. Um, both of them do a really good job of making me believe their sort of unlikely partnership. Um, and the fact that he is... You know, there's something about him at the beginning that's a little, you know, interesting. And she's like, you seem sad. Well, obviously, the motherfucker was just given uh, uh, his mortality. I shouldn't shouldn't say anything besides that. Right. That's definitely a spoiler. Definitely a spoiler. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. They do reveal it right at the beginning. So, you know, within the first, what, five... 10 minutes yeah. well the first five minutes are him doing the advertisement for the fucking lone star chicken yeah can you do <laughs> it one more next time five minutes. lone star barbecue the perfect partner for your chicken but he's he's obviously got some charisma to him and i'm not talking about sam Elliott. i'm talking about his character so it's not unheard of for her to be attracted to that you know just the way he carries himself um yeah, look at Tony, older man going after a young girl. Hell yeah. Totally works. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Just let him prove. I will say Sam Elliott's character is 40 years older than her. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost 40 yeah. years. Again, Tony's, you know. <laughs> Lainey's, uh, Lainey's just hit the double digits. She's turned 10. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't have to go that low. Wow. She's legal. pretty bad. Oh yeah, this is cool, man. I uh, I really enjoyed it. Your fucking reviews fall making me fall asleep, man. Wake the Sorry. fuck up. You need a rail. Written directed by Brett Haley. We all we're huge fans of someone writing directing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Another me cute segment. You know when mm-hmm. they uh he's staring at her and she's like, hey, she plays a comedian and she riffs on him, you know, really well. And he's able to take his old weathered man. He can, you know, I think he can take it. You know what I mean? But um, it's just fascinating. Like, why would she like him? And she and she's a like, what the fuck are you arguing for? Who cares? Am I, am I? I'm obviously here. I'm with you. You know. We just fuck. What's what's the problem? And he's like, Yeah, fuck. What is the problem? You know. <laughs> and after yeah. they made an establishment, all right, cool. Let's you know, let's move on. You know. So I, I feel like they were just a little hungover. Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. hadn't fucked. They they were hungover. And he's like, yeah. What the fuck I just happened? Are you really yeah. here? I don't have much. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm old. I don't have much. I don't have. I'm not going to waste my time. And if this is going nowhere, so yeah. Let's clear it up right now. Are you down or not? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, well, right then, you know. And after that, it's like, hell yeah, you know, make it. Like, come on, that's that's awesome. Why are you not root for this guy? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just it's like you know, every day. Yeah, he's got that that you know, just dark cloud over him that's you know, um, holding back from truly fine happiness. But you know, he still talks to you know his ex wife, but he's trying to make amends with his daughter, and it's. It's not going well. Um, and I love that scene at the banquet, you know, where 
they have they have a really good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I, I don't. It's hard to. I don't want to say too much of the movie because I think people should. Because I can totally recommend this movie. I really really liked it. Like it's the one time I sat there and watched the whole movie and never wanted to pick up my phone. Like I was thoroughly engaged. And it's sure it's got the RT forty shots. I mean, it's totally indie. I mean, it's yeah, it's an indie it's... darling for sure. Yeah, you know, sure. and you know. Yeah. It doesn't bug me because, you know, they got some cool shots of him at the beach. And I'm like, in the very beginning, I can see what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, shit, man. It's going to be like this the whole time. Is this, is this a is this a Terrence Malick movie you want to be? Or right. Or is going to start picking up? Because right now, yeah, I'm already so, jerking off like 10 times already with these it's, it's, the waves crashing every time. It's so short, though. The movie's so... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not four hours long like a Terrence Malick movie. Yeah, so. exactly. And, Bring it down a point. So, but no, like I, I never wanted to pick up my phone. I was, I was engaged. I like Nick Offerman. So when they're taking together, when he's talking about the icebergs and he's just like, oh, one of my favorite scenes. He's like, he's like, hold on, let me stop you right there. Do you, do you like when other people talk about their dreams? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. your dream, like, not, not, you know, like not to piss you off, but it's like, who cares? Well, you, I mean, I, I'm just like it. that. He you, said, you never explain it right. You know, well, do you like, do you like movies? He's like, yeah. yeah. Movies are other people's dreams, so fucking listen to mine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and the way you re- yeah. Oh, that exchange was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, oh. but, but later on, when when Offerman's character says, you want to read together? And he does, and he fucking crushes it, right? Fuck that, that, that was awesome. Dude, what an amazing scene. I've, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen an actor pretending to act but and actually communicate a brilliant performance during a yeah, table it, essentially yeah like, and when they when they pan over to offerman you see his eyes glassy he's, he's like yeah, yeah. And he's like we're good we're good you're like damn that's how like the whole reaction that like, oh, if you know when after i watched it, I'm like yeah man you you if you do this in the audition you got it you know <laughs> this is why they call you the hero yeah for sure <laughs> nah but the real hero the real hero uh-huh. here is Molly because none of this shit would have happened if, the, if he hadn't met this girl <laughs> at his drug dealer and he would she would have spiked his drink for his yeah. for his award show. None of it. <laughs> so yeah, is so I'm, I'm a fan too. Put in there. What's yeah, that? She said, have a good time? Yeah, she she referenced it. Yeah, she actually specifically name dropped it afterwards when they were yeah. talking about if they had sex or not. She's like, "No, nah, Molly isn't really good for that." Oh, nice. Okay, so um. Yeah, leave it to you guys to catch it all that. I'm, not, I'm missing all of that. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I saw the shrooms. I'm like thinking of Harley. Oh, he's going to have a good time. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, so there was that scene too where like she in the morning when she grabs the phone, oh my God, you're fucking viral. You went viral. And he's like, yeah. and he's just like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I love that. She's looking at all the sites and everything. It's like crazy. And then, you know, he goes to the, to the, to the club and he's getting a drink. And she's like, I love your speech, by the way. And he's like, holy shit. It's like the new, like, hey, you made this movie, you're a celebrity, you know? That's yep. like, it's like the new mm-hmm. time like that. So, yeah. This movie, man, it, fuck, man. I really, really had a good time with this. You know, for even like those, the slow pacing, the artsy fartsy look of it and everything like that. If you can get past that, I mean, if you just like good character acting and, and, um, you know, it's just seems to drop. I mean, what is it? Comedy drama? Yeah. It's, I think it's, 6.7, I think it's kind of like put in the higher sevens. But for me, I, I really, really liked I mean, I, I fucking really, – I, I can stop thinking about it afterwards, you know what I mean? I'm like, that's just a, that was just the right movie at the right time for me. Like, I needed something new, something fresh, and this just delivered for me. So I really huh. liked it. So I'm giving a high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'm, I'm right there with you. I – I never had a problem with really anything the the film had. It doesn't try to do too much, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it keeps it simple, stupid for the most part, and it just feels uh, authentic. I guess is is a word that that comes to mind. You know, it just feels, um, you know, and and you know, it's interesting. Uh, in my own empathy, I saw when pops was was uh terminal he did the same thing like he didn't want to tell anybody like he just wanted to go into his room like i was mm-hmm. like do you want to call anybody do you want to tell anybody yeah. and he was just like no i just 
he just didn't he just didn't yeah he just wanted yeah it was like it was almost like he was ashamed of it so um the fact that that the hero doesn't want to as well un, until he's kind of forced to right i, I could say yeah, that totally pisses her off like, you were going to tell anybody like what the fuck how long were you going to wait you know yeah yeah exactly but it's it's real yeah. you know well, I, think I know. That's... I was kind of worried. I was like, "Oh fuck! I hope this doesn't get too close to Harley." I was like, "Oh man." No, it's. I mean, it's all good. You know. Um, you know. I. I don't know. It. I was. It was easy for me to watch the film, um, because it was. You know, his character was charismatic, and and there's just enough humor with like the Nick Offerman character, like the scene you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, and it just, yeah, it just, yeah, it's absolutely a high dollar. Nice. Um, well, I think that's uh, the whole hero. It is a, a a social the social social stigma of the hero is to not share your emotions, to just bottle them up, to go you know. So when so when you find out that you're you're going you're going to die, you, you you take it with you. You don't tell anybody. That is yeah. the role of the hero. You know, I think that's kind of what the movie. I, I mean, that's what I got out of it. Um, yeah, it is. You're self retarding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's good that it was short. Um, because I was getting tired of it at some point. When once <laughs> there's a, the, it's like okay, I get it, and like the the conflict. It was. It's a well done movie. Um, short and sweet. When when you get to the meat of it, there is about twenty or thirty minutes of weird artistic. What the fuck with his dreams. You know, he's just pointing the gun at someone and he's, and he, and he kept on talking about making a movie, which is bullshit. He was just imagining himself. Um, but it, it wasn't too much. Like they did, it didn't take over the, the story to where I'm constantly thinking, well, what about this storyline? Um, but, but you're right. He, it's, it's a, it's a solid, solid performance. Um, and, and my favorite, of course, my favorite character was Molly. So yeah. You know, when you said that the first time, I'm like, who the fuck is Molly? And I'm looking at <laughs> the IMDb credits, and I'm like, I'm like, you're all looking and scrolling. Like, I was like, Shit, I was like, Lord played Charlotte. Like, why does he keep saying, who the fuck is Molly? <laughs> Breakfast Club, <Awesome>. son, and <laughs> Molly Ringwall. Who <laughs> <laughs> fuck? Oh, dude, Perfect. that's twice you did that too. Like, my favorite character is Molly. And I'm like, where the fuck is that? I got so fast. I going, started scrolling again. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> gotcha. Oh man! Oh, real quick, I forgot. I totally watched the movie last night at my buddy Jeff's house. Extra. Oh, your mm. macabre Mondays. Monday movie macabre, and it was misery. You guys ever seen this movie? Hell yeah, dude! We're on a Stephen huh? King. Uh, you know, we're on a Stephen King kick lately. The movie it uh, stars James Caan, Kathy Bates. Tony, have you seen this? No. After a famous author is rescued from a car crash by a fan of his novels. He comes to realize that the care he's receiving is only the beginning of a nightmare of captivity and abuse. Um, yeah, James Kong is in a nasty car accident. This and, a, uh, this and, is a uh, stressful movie. I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Yeah, let's just say that, Tony. She's taking care of him. I see, you know, one little thing kind of picks her, starts getting really pissed off and starts yelling at him. And you just look at it, you're like, whoa, that she turned evil quick. You know, she went from one to like 90 miles per hour in a second. You're like, whoa. And then uh, my man's kind of like, he can't really move. His legs are all bruised up and jacked up. So she's, she's taking care of him. She's a huge fan of him. She's like, she wants to, she's like, uh, I mean, he's going to be there for a while. So he's like, um, help. he's helping to write the, the next novel. She's like asking a question about his other books. And uh, yeah, the performance between, I mean, think about it too. It's just, it's just in there in the house and them two, and, you know, it's they have to make mm. it work, you know, and uh, they're both very convincing. And, you know, it's famous for this one scene. And if you've never seen or even heard about it, Tony, I can't tell you about it. You have to watch it for yourself. Yeah. And when you watch it, you you'll see why. You know this. It's like don't even look I mean, at I, pictures because we have pictures. I know. I, I I was just thinking that I kind of wish I didn't look at the photos that show up with IMDb. Damn it. Yeah. I, I was just looking at it too. I'm like, oh man, don't look at it. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't expand it, did you? Uh, no, no, no. I, I I um. I mean, I can see the thumbnails, and I'm just like, yep, yep. I'm interested. It sounds okay. like a. It's an interesting take. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it it, it ramps up. Man. He used to write like, for a living. Now he's writing to stay alive. <laughs> oh, that's that copy, man. 
That's that's got me. Oh nice. Well, oh, there you go. I'll say it that. But no, yeah. When I uh, told Jeff I hadn't seen it, even Amy, she's like, "What? You haven't seen it? Oh man, you're gonna enjoy it. You gotta see it." So, yeah, it's the performances are great. the The drama starts to build up, and then there's things where like he's trying to escape, and then you just like it's one of those scenes, you know, where not even scenes, but just parts, of t- you know. Um, there's scenes in movies where you know you want someone to, to get away and the other person's like close by or they're gone right and you got so only a certain amount of time to come back and you don't want them to catch you and then uh, you know they always they're always coming back sooner than you thought and you're like oh shit and the person's got to run back you know those scenes where you're just like oh fuck don't get caught don't get caught that nerve wracking you know it, it it has that and it, even throughout the whole movie it's like that and Kathy and now I can see why Kathy Bates has that reputation of you know being that crazy chick because you know this movie I think. Won an Academy Award, right, Harley? If I remember correctly, like you know, I don't know. Like I said, it's been such a long time, but I, okay. I've seen it two, maybe three times in my life, and I think I, I always was like, "Whew, oh, so yeah, hard to watch." Yeah, nineteen ninety one. She won for Best Actress in a Leading Role. There you go. There you go. So yeah, Tony, if you're totally interested in it, yeah, I mean, it's like if you get you know, if you got an hour and forty seven minutes, uh, an hour and forty seven minutes the side to watch it, it's yeah, it's definitely buy it for a dollar. Cool. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a couple plane rides this weekend, so. Oh, dude! Yeah. Oh man, if you watch it, you'd be, you'd be totally engaged. Mm-hmm. Spoiler! Don't, don't, don't answer that yet. Wait, 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 wait! Okay. What was your, what was your rating? Dollar? One dollar. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. Yeah. So who had the extra credit? Who chose uh, it? I chose the extra credit. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Mars Attacks. We got to review it on the podcast. Um, I'm sure we've all seen it several times, um, but man, we've never talked about it. So, yeah. Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. mac, mac, mac. <laughs> mac, mac. Have you ever put the subtitles on? No. Uh, for Mars Attacks. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I put the subtitles How's on it? for Mars Attacks. How, did they show it? They're, yeah. They're talking? It's not Mac Mac. What it's is it? Ack Ack. There's no M. What? What? I'm like, I blew my fucking mind. Oh, I was I would look like a Martian with my brain exploding. My brain was exp- it just stepped on and it, it, it's like what? Ack oh. ack the entire time. Yeah, it's ack ack. Yeah. Yeah. Life's changed for you, isn't it? Ack 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 Mars attacks. Ack, ack. <laughs> You're right. It's got a it's either A C K or A K A K. A C K was what the, the, the subtitles said showed, yep. I'm gonna go with this one then when he's when he's walking up to the podium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, Martian Ambassador. Ack, ack, ack. Oh, yeah, man. I just, it, it, it's such ack, a fun ack, movie. Ack, ack, ack. <laughs> he's reading off the little script. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> whenever, Ooh, whenever they... Star power in this movie, huh? Oh, my God. Whenever they start talking, um, whenever the Mar- Martians start talking, and it feels so authentic, I always think... This is what James Cameron said when he said, we wrote our own language for the Avatar film. <laughs> <laughs> He's all pissed off. He's like, well, fuck, we can't use Ack Ack because uh, Mars is Ack Ack. They literally like have four different Ack Ack Ack. Yeah. yeah it's works. even less than the Minions, what the Minions say. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right. It, but it works so well. Like, mm-hmm. I, the Martian. Well, it has like that ninth the scene 50 like sci-fi vibe mm-hmm. oh you just look at that cat going down the list you're like damn oh my god it's insane i mean think about it. if you've never seen a movie we're like man has has jack nicholson and devito ever been in a movie yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and but all of their performances are like cheesy b-reels you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean i love when jack's playing the uh art land <laughs> yeah it's so fucking hilarious it's like yeah he gets a little loose man it's cool but yeah. did anybody get joker vibes when he's like you know he, i was going to hear him say people of gotham when he's talking mm-hmm. when, he's, when he's giving out his presidential speech in the beginning oh yeah absolutely. oh yeah i was yeah, like yeah. i was like you know Oh, it's like I just, in one corner you have me. You know, I, I was getting yeah. totally joker by. I was just talking. I was like, "Oh shit!" 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Burton was thinking the same thing. He's like the way he's sitting and like the whole set and stuff. It's like, yeah, no, oh, it's it's. I mean, he's essentially ripping himself off. It's so, <laughs> it's so similar to the Joker. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's it's funny because you watch it with your kids. Yeah, and the kids loved it. Oh, they did. Um, Chris was bored to tears. She oh had, no. She had and and you know what though i mean i hate to say it but Uh-oh. i i get it like mm-hmm. it is a 90s film that pays homage to and if you look up wikipedia you know he 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 really wanted to pay homage to these you know these sci-fi f- films from the 50s and the 60s and stuff um it, it's it's almost intentionally bad, you know what I mean, and and I think that a lot of people don't know how to watch the film. Like they think it's like serious, mm-hmm. you know, because it has so many serious actors, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, it starts um, off with fucking flaming cows and a stampede. <laughs> how could you take this movie seriously? <laughs> you know, Harley, Harley sees realism in everything. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I I guess people. I think some people watch it and they just go, "It's terrible because the acting is terrible and the screenplay is ridiculous and the special effects." Um, are... You know what? You know what I have to say about that? If people that say that, uh, I I know what. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for me, I love that about the film. It doesn't take itself too serious. Right. It just is this over-the-top sort of camp fest of ridiculousness. I mean, the you know we, we could spoil the shit out of this movie. The music that causes their heads to explode. It's so, <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, you know, I I love the Rod Steiger character. It's uh, it's straight out of yes, um, yes. That's he he's a uh, he's straight out of um, um, Doctor Strange Love. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for him to to say, you know, the missile gap, the missile gap kind of thing. It's so he's right. so, he's so over the top. It's uh, it it just feels like Tim Burton was constantly paying homage to to anybody and everybody that he admired. Um, and I feel like we don't really get that. They, they don't make these kind of movies anymore. Um, well, it's also constantly making fun of ourselves. Like we're making fun of our, our peace loving uh, humans. We're making fun of our war loving humans. You know, oh, we're making yeah. love of our gullible scientists. We're making, we're making fun of everybody in this movie. Well, fuck, nobody, yeah, nobody gets, nobody escapes. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they do the fucking head transplant on, uh, <laughs> on Sarah Jessica Parker on her dog. I mean, it's just fucking uh, hilarious. But... Yeah. yeah, and CG was pretty good too at the time in '96. So there's a there's some interesting. Um, the original script for it had it budgeted at two hundred and sixty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they they ended up wanting to make it for like 60 70 the budget ultimately was 70 million dollars but the the initial script was uh burton set mars attacks up with warner brothers in a studio purchased the film rights to the trading car series on his behalf the original theatrical release date was planned for the summer of 96 uh, Gems completed, this is the screenwriter, completed his original script in 94, which was budgeted by Warner Brothers at $260 million. The studio wanted to make the film for no more than 60. After turning in numerous drafts in an attempt to lower the budget, Gems was replaced by Ed Wood, writer Scott Alexander, and Larry Kariski. Um yeah, it, it it was a development crazy um over the top because of and then originally um Burton wanted to do everything stop motion. Mm. And that didn't work out, so they ended up hiring ILM to do all the special effects. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, the special effects show is age, but it works perfectly with the tone of the film. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I definitely kind of grade this movie on a curve. I've always, I've, I've seen it a bunch of times. I've always enjoyed it. I was happy when Tony picked it. Um, it, it, it defines a Slater in the sense of I'm always willing to watch this movie. With that said, I, I wouldn't tell everybody to go see this movie. You know what I mean? I mean, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised the kids enjoyed it. Like, if you're not, I don't know, like, a lot of people, like, if you're just a not a big film person kind of thing, like, the kids eat up the cheese. You know what I mean? Like, the kids were watching uh, Transformers, the new Transformers film, and they were loving it. They love it. They, I mean, I, it's insane, but they love it. It's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to some of the dialogue, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> They're literally saying that? Like, that's fucking insane. That's so bad. Um, so kids love cheese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. But right. you know, somebody, you know, who, an adult who's never seen this movie before. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure a majority of the listening probably haven't watched it already well yeah yeah i mean the bad boys listeners for sure um and so yeah i mean the truth is for me it is a slider because because i can keep watching it i love it that was a fucking movie you know so yeah i mean the truth is it's one of my favorite burton films um i'm not a huge i'm not a burton freak you know what i mean i'm not one of those people who says he can do no wrong in fact He's kind of like a Spielberg for me in this fact that he hasn't done shit in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this, you know, 80s, 90s stuff for me just, just worked. And this is just one of them for sure. Right on. Tony? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right up there. I, I enjoy this movie. Um, I noticed that it was difficult to not look at my phone. Like, cause I, I've seen it so many times that like I kind of know all the beats so or I'm familiar with them so I can like kind of let my attention drift and then like oh something's good's coming up and then go back and oh something's good coming up but really I didn't get anything done on my phone like I barely scrolled um <laughs> I, I I don't know if I could watch it and, and just pay attention to it because there isn't a lot to pay attention to we just you know it's Martians fucking shit up and uh and it's just fun. I mean, it, it's absolutely fun. Um, I agree. I could see where someone who's never seen it um, and doesn't really identify with, you know, the 90s type of tropes that it makes fun of, it'd be hard to get into. But mm. fuck that. I still enjoyed it. That was a fucking movie. Yeah. that's That's seen it plenty wow. of times, and I saw it now as an old man, and I still enjoyed it. So it gets us later. That's that's my that's my rules. Well, I'm gonna do a test. I want to watch it with the kids and see how they like it. Maybe two is still too little, but I'm just curious to see how they take it with the dog swap and the Mars attack. So for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a dollar for right now. <laughs> I buy curious. that for a dollar. I'm very curious. Right on, cool. So what do we got? What do we got for but, next uh, week? Sorry, just after I was just looking through the quotes on remembering the movie. The fact that they kept on repeating. We come in peace on the on the recorder. Oh. We come in peace, and they're like chasing people. Fuck, like man. as they're blowing people up. Yes, <laughs> so we funny. are your friends. We are your what friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It is. Yeah, you're right. It is so fucking hilarious. And Lainey liked it. That's another. I mean, she's. You know, she's barely 18 years old oh, and she liked it. Well, so. see, that's exactly the kind of person who I would assume wouldn't like it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I know she was definitely programming to it on her phone, um, but she was busting up laughing like she was actually cackling. So good shit. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. Who's got the homework this week? Is that me? Yep. All right. 
So you brought up Scorsese, and I really want to pick Silence, but now that it's Tuesday and it's already a late start, I just can't justify picking a two-hour and 40-minute film. So I think we're going to have to save Silence for another week. Um, But I want to go back in a time. Um, I'm pretty sure neither one of you guys have seen this film. It's a Western directed by Ed Harris. Uh, Two friends hired to police a small town that is suffering under the rule of a rancher find their job complicated by the arrival of a young widow so sort of uh, that old that old chestnut mm. but you got Jeremy Irons, Ed Harris Viggo Mortensen um, the film is called Appaloosa from 2008 oh, I've seen that cover a lot all the time yeah, back in the day yeah. but have you ever seen the movie uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I'll be Huckleberry. Oh, that's a long yeah. movie. Yeah, nope, movie. I've not seen it. I've seen it. It's homework then. Cool. There All it is. Right. Cool. And I um, just purchased this online. It was five bucks. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's watch it. I don't know if we ever watched it on the podcast. Or maybe someone did, but I chose Tales from the Crypt Demon Night. Did we before. do that? You've been seen so it, long. Right? Yeah. Demon Knight? Come on, 95. You ever seen it, Tony? Uh, is this the first one or the second one? Uh, the second one's Bordello of Blood. I have uh, no yes. idea. I know I've seen this ugly fucker's face, but I have no idea which, where. Cool, the Keeper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's telling the story, and then you watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the second one's more comedy. Like, yeah, I can, yeah, I never got into that. Yeah, like about it. Dennis, Dennis, not Dennis Leary, Dennis Miller. Dennis yeah, Miller? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This one's a little more serious, I remember. Yeah. Hmm. But a lot of fun. Red soundtrack, cool effects, really cool effects. Are they cool I think, uh, blood? I remember Billy Zane being the bad guy worked. Oh, dude, he was—he's so charismatic in this. Like, yeah. oh, he, yeah, he—I he, got—I just started noticing him a lot. And so I'm like, man, why doesn't he do more roles? You know? Yeah. So you'll see Tony when we're talking about when you watch it. True. <laughs> this is one line too that kills me every time. I think you know I what, think I'm I know about, what you're talking don't about. Don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. Don't it's, say it. It's when he's looking at his hand or something, right? No, 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 oh. no. Don't spoil it. Don't say nothing. Okay. No, no, no. I won't. You no. might not know. You when you rewatch it, you'll notice and go, "Oh, that's got to be it." It fucking cracks me out. It's always, it's like the best. Yeah, so cool. All right. How was you guys' weekends? What you guys do? I worked. Guess. You worked? <laughs> Surprise. Uh, but I actually Surprise. helped out my parents a lot. Yeah, we actually vegged. I did a little bit of work on Saturday and just vegged around a little bit. Um, because on Sunday, worked my ass off helping my parents out. Um, the house on Barsby, you know, the one that's up on the hill. They're um they're setting it up to be an Airbnb. Um okay. so they bought a bunch of furniture and and we went over and helped them set everything up, installed a new lock, installed this, mounted that, you know, unboxed, you know. So it was a it was like a seven hour day just moving yeah. shit. So so but that that was a highlight. Nothing too And then what do you got you you you're going on a flight, you're saying. Right. Oh, this week um so you'll hear about it. Um, on the next podcast, uh, we're Lainey's stepsister is getting married up in Oregon. Um, oh, so well, you'll be in the neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna park. throw a rock, you know, south Harley's way. See if you hit some. We'll find out on Sunday. Um, There's a lot of fires out there, though. Man, you better watch out. Oh, really? Well, the the fire. weather says yeah. we're gonna get thunderstorms when we're there on Saturday uh, or something. Yeah, they've they've got we've gotten a lot of rain. What part of Oregon are you going into? Fuck to find out, man. I don't know. <laughs> I never, that's, that's no city I ever heard of. <laughs> Google uh, Maps. Let's see. Let's see. Let me tell you. Let me let me consult. No. You. <laughs> you know, I'm not, that's not coming up. It's not coming up. It's just flicking me off. <laughs> uh, Alberta and Cully. Portland. That's Portland. Oh, you're flying into Portland. Yeah. That's, uh, well, and ironically, um, so are you done with your weekend? Yeah. So Chris's friend Jim came and visited us 
uh, he's from Portland, <laughs> so huh. he came down from Portland. So it's uh, I think it's about a six hour drive. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so cool. So I got um, Demon Knight on DVD. Tony, if you want to watch it on the plane. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, okay. we're gonna. I'll have the laptop. Yeah. That'd be perfect. I'd have to find some. Maybe, yeah, maybe I, I could probably <laughs> tomorrow. I, have the, I, have the, I, have a, I got that cable too for the, the splitter. Two headphones if you need it. Cool. Oh wait, no. Yeah, no. We have one. Yeah, we have yeah. One. I'm not sure if Laney's gonna want to want to watch it though. Yeah. How are you guys gonna be there? Um, flying up Thursday, coming back Saturday. Oh, just two. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Short trip. She didn't want to ride on your bike all the way there. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, that'd be cool. Yeah, like I said, we just chilled. Like uh, kids were at uh, uh, his parents, and she she wanted to clear out this room in the back, which kind of cleared out. She's like tired of this mess. She's like in this cleaning mode, you know. So women just do it, I guess. I don't know. And uh, we're clearing out things and putting in the garage, and so that'll be a project. Um, go clean out things. I'm like, all right, cool. So kind of try to have football in the back a little bit, but then doing that, then we put in the big sick. And then uh, I was like, I just want to get done by Sunday. No mercy's coming out. Do a big pay-per-view. Just want to watch that. That'll be good. So, um, yeah, it kind of all worked out. We pretty much set up like everything. So it's funny. The Walmart uh, directions are a little bit different than Ikea directions. And that is, I mean, they're pretty basic. But I even asked him, you think Ikea, it's really easier. She goes, yes. A lot easier. So, even though they're still like the same parts, you put in that little wooden, like a little wooden stick in the notch, and you put that metal notch in the other bigger hole, and then you have to put that thing. You guys ever put things up, you know? Mm-hmm. Your furniture, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty basic, but when you when you put it all together, you're like, look at that, you know? It's like, hey, I made that. <laughs> um, so, we just did that pretty much, and then, um, so next week, on so this Sunday... I'm going to go up to LA for Beyond Fest and let's check out, well, I'm going to see if we get tickets to Summer Party Massacre 1 and 2. And we already have tickets for um, Suspiria in 4K. And Dario Argento is going to be there in person, which is kind of cool. So uh, I'll be checking that out on Sunday. And then that following Thursday, I'll be going back down there again <laughs> to check out Predator 35mm print with Arnold being there in, in person. And then Running Man immediately after that. So that'll be rad. Um, and then to go back down to LA again on Saturday mm. for um, check out this movie called Mayhem that Joe Lynch directed. Starring Steven Yeun from uh, The Walking Dead. Um, and then they have a 35mm print of Hellraiser um, that night. So that's going to be... That's a, that's a crazy week. That's a full week. October is actually super busy. It's going to be nuts. So I got that. Oh, no, no. Fuck, wait, scratch that. Before you see those movies, we're going to be going to a store in Burbank for the Christine album that came out on vinyl. They have a signing with Alan Howard, the composer. So we'll have that signed first and then rush over to the theater. So that'll be two things in there. And then it's crazy. And then the 21st, I have a, I have a double I have a double thing too where John Carpenter signing again the comics, that same comic book store we went to, Tony. Cool. He's doing it again. He's got volume three. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get more than one thing signed this time, buddy. I'm telling you that much right now. <laughs> Fuck the security guard. Fuck them. Everybody else is getting tons of stuff signed. It's only like an idiot getting one stuff. So fuck that. I'm getting as much stuff I can get. I'm going to get that Christine vinyl, my Lost Themes 2, my Halloween, everything, you know? So just, uh, I, he just signs JC. So I'm thinking I could, you know, fit a lot in there. So we'll see, you know? Um, and then I'll be checking out Night of the Living Dead at that Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which is red. It's a bucket list. Um, tickets are still available, Tony, if you want to go. For what is it? It's on the 21st at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. The screen. You, you, you have a picnic. You have like a beach chair. Oh, you pick a, huh. you pick a spot. Yeah, and they, they screen you on the side of a building. And, uh, yeah, they've done, they've done, they don't just do horror movies. They've done other movies too, like comedies. And they have like a, cool photo booth where people would go and dress up and take pictures which is pretty cool yeah it's just my I'll sister's bet. birthday that weekend so oh yeah, yeah maybe she'll want to go <laughs> there you go family. <laughs> <laughs> but she's getting ready for a wedding though right she's, yeah she's super busy when's that gonna be is there a date uh, May 5th May 5th mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo yeah. where at yeah 
Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. She planned that way or just kind of happened? Or? It it kind of just happened that way. <laughs> she just realized it. Like, hey, wait, well, wait, why is it, it sound familiar? It, it was a compromise type thing. Uh, that's where it ended up. That's the weekend it ended up where she was compromised into that. She was compromised? Well, I know. How the fuck do you say that, right? She compromised uh, for that day. The fuck? Man, what was that? <laughs> that was me. You had another word for that? What, you don't like the that second, word? Because the second you said, she's compromised, I just went, mm. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I think I would have caught himself too. Like, wait, that doesn't sound right. Can I compromise your wife? <laughs> Does that sound right? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe my dirty mind just... She being captive? Wait, know? what? No. <laughs> yeah. So, so what about you, Harley? What you got going on? What did I do this weekend? So, like I said, Chris's uh, friend Jim came down. Um, super chill guy. Um, uh, what about your alter ego? When you when you when you're George, what do you do? You go online. Oh, people? George George Costanza. <laughs> no. Um, no. Anyways, uh, what did we do? Uh, oh, we went out. For, we just did a little a little hike out to the. McLeod Falls, little local falls around here. Um, oh, hung out, watch, we all watched Mars Attack. So, yeah. Um, play a little Clue. Right. Um, How close are those fires kind of to chilled. you? The ones up in Oregon weren't that close. Um, we, like so I, I said, Google we search really... was like on Reading, was that Mount Shasta? And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, also, yeah. Where so, you used to live. Yeah, we, we, had, we had a fire. Um, a couple weeks ago, ironically, where you could see the flames from the Dunsmuir house. Whoa. Um, but it was a small fire, and it was on the other side of the river. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't in danger of burning the Dunsmuir house. And we have fire insurance on the Dunsmuir house, so burn, oh. baby, burn. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no water, let the motherfucker burn. I mean, uh, let's, none of my shit's in it anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> All right. So anyways, um, there's a big fire northwest of us that was largely responsible for the smoke, um, but we haven't been in any direct danger. So, okay. um, And then, of course, all of Oregon was on fire, which uh, made for a really smoky summer. Um. But ironically, fortunately, when we when we, me and Chris went on our trip to to Utah, and my mom came out and watched the girls, I guess the smoke was the worst during that week. So mm, yeah, <laughs> we got lucky. We got lucky and missed the the smoke. So that was cool. Because since we got back, it's it's actually been pretty nice. So um, oh, nice. That's getting yeah. warm again here. I had, I did a uh, a nice old dirt bike sixty mile ride today that's what i did oh there you go cool yeah that worked out that's fun all right well this was kind of quick episode just because uh we started like i said normally we start that time anyways but it just seemed a little bit later for some reason but uh hopefully it didn't seem too rushed but we just kind of that's hard not feeling well and Tony just woke up and it's so weird we just we're just kind of out of whack but i think we did good i think we hold it down episode 373 it's in the books we just nailed it you know we're professionals just randomly ranting all things movies, the Bad Boys Podcast. Like I said, we have a Patreon page, you know, be a friend, be a pal, you know, just up there. Ah, I, keep, I keep forgetting about that. Oh, you keep forgetting about that. Huh? Well, what do you do? Tony, what does he do? What does he have to do? He doesn't tell do me, shit. Tell me what, what I have does. to do. Patreon.com slash Bad Boys Podcast. I mean, Become a patron, huh? Just like that. See? It's not that hard, Harley. Yeah, no, uh, no new subscribers since last week. Uh, Tony, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to log in right now just to see because I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't get any um, notifications or anything. Uh, I know. I know. I like flooded all my social networking. I did. I tweeted it. I put it all over my Facebook, my Instagram, my <laughs> uh, Snapchat. Um. I, bing, out, I binged it. it, I googled it, I yahooed it, I did all that shit. So. Man, that's all we can ask yeah, for, man. We really appreciate that. 
Good looking out. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, no, it looks like uh, Arturo Murillo and Reed Wilson, um, the author, are, are, two, yeah, are two patrons. Wow. So shout out to them. Shout out to them every day, all day long. Or every Follow month. Follow my Twitter. Friends on my Facebook. They're awesome human beings. I love those guys. In fact, Reed's down here. He's in, uh, I believe, Florida. He's been posting pictures of him in uh, Universal, so he's 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 down. Yeah, he's in the states. So yeah, he's not in the future anymore. He's on our time now. So well, last time we talked to him, wasn't he in Florida? Didn't he go to to Universal Studios, Florida? Mm -hmm. That's where he was going. But he's there now. Oh, he was yeah, he was going there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he's there now. Mm -hmm. With the family and everything, so that's cool. It feels see the the world feels a little bit brighter and happier right now that Reed's here in the states. You know. Is that why it's warmer right now? Is over here? It is. Yeah, you, you brought the sunshine with him. Sunshine in my soul. All right, you start singing now. That's, that's time to go. By the time I get to Phoenix, oh, here we go. you know what? Yeah. I like. I like. You know, seeing a lake when Sean Connery singing in the shower in the rock. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. When you get to San Francisco, <laughs> make sure you get flowers in your hair. You know, fucking does the escape. And the Rock. We need to. Rock. I need to rewatch The Rock. Uh-huh. So that's how you watch that. We saw it on the podcast. We reviewed it on the podcast a couple years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. There's our cue. There's our cue. <laughs> hey, music. I see the hook coming up. Yeah. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Bad Boys Podcast. You already know what it is. Bad Boys for Life. Love y'all. For listening, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Like I said, Harley, follow Harley on all his uh, social media. He's all follow Harley on Bing. Interact with him every time. You know, if you can't find him, Bing him. You know, if you want to give him some money on his bitcoins? You know, holler at him. Does all that shit. I mean, your boy, <laughs> we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.